Okay, so we have talked about how important it is to make sure that we are doing mission essential things, that we are spending all of our time on mission critical activities so that we're actually moving the needle and we're not spending our time spinning our wheels and not accomplishing what we want to do, right? Super important. And one way to do that is by saying no, by turning down opportunities that are not completely mission essential. But that's easier said than done, right? It can feel unnatural to a lot of us to say no, to hold those boundaries. We can feel like it's rude. We can feel like it's not the way that we want to approach the community. And for some people, they just really have a hard time saying no. So I want to help you exercise your no muscle and feel really good about it. Let's talk about it. Welcome to episode 10 of the Harvesting Results Show, where I help you serve others by providing resources, tips, and advice so that you can nurture your roots to harvest the fruits of all of your hard work and dedication to your unique cause. I'm Rebecca Britt, your host, and today we are talking about saying no. I love this, and I'm pretty good at it. Over the years, though, you know, I had to get good at it, and I was not good at saying no. In fact, I, through a lot of inner child work, realized that I actually felt like my self-worth was tied to what I could say yes to. And I think that's a lot of us. I think a lot of us go, you know, sure, I can do that. Sure, I need to prove my worth. I need to prove my value. I need to prove that my idea is worth something. I need to, you know, make these connections, be a person in the space, all of the things that these yeses are gonna get, right? If you're finding yourself having a hard time saying no, just a little personal advice here, really dig into that and see what lies underneath that because you are worthy. All of the activities that you said that you were going to do this year are worthy and deserve your attention. So you don't need to feel like you need to do what other people's agenda is for you. Okay. So that's just a little bit of advice. I have had to work very hard to, to strengthen my no muscle. And now I might be too good at it. I might say no to like too many things, right? I used to be this person that was like, just say yes. And like every opportunity that comes your way. And then I got really tired. I got really tired. And I am somebody that likes to be super reliable and have integrity. And if I say I'm going to do something, I want to do it and I want to do it really well. So to deliver that level of standard excellence, you can't say yes to everything because you're not going to do everything excellent. Today, we're going to talk about how do we say no before we go into this. If you want to hear some other mistakes, like, you know, saying yes to everything is one mistake. If you want to hear other mistakes that nonprofits make, I have a master's class at katulo.com startup. And that goes through the top three mistakes nonprofits make. You can go there. It's my free gift to you. It's a master class, completely free. Sign up and uh, you can take that today. My first point in saying no is saying no to things that are easy to say no to. So maybe there are things that like you put on your plate and you don't need to actually tell somebody else no, but like go through your calendar, look at what you have planned. Like don't just do things because you've always done them that way. Do things intentionally. So if you do a weekly staff meeting, if you jump on this webinar once a week because it's some like series that you've been listening to, but you know what, like half the time you zone out and you don't really do it or it's not actually that beneficial to you. It's just this call that you said you'd get on. 
Maybe it is like you're on the board of directors or a task force or something that isn't really meaningful to you and you don't really find the value in it. Go through your calendar and look at them and be like, what is serving me? What isn't serving me? And start taking off the things that aren't serving you. Okay. So even if that's like for you, if you do a staff meeting with all of your people and you realize, you know what? I don't think we need weekly staff meetings. I think that we could do them less frequently. Again, before you make a unilateral decision um, that might cause confusion for your team, I think it's really important that you actually huddle the team and say, does this work? Does this make sense? Is this a meeting that we don't need? Is this something that could be an email? Would you guys rather do once a month? Maybe your team's like, no, it's really helpful for us to have access to you. And so you need to listen to that. That would tell you that that actually is essential for your team to meet with you. So don't make unilateral decisions if you have a team, but don't just go to weekly staff meetings and have to set an agenda and figure out what you're talking about every staff meeting if it's not helpful for anyone or for everyone. So go through what you already have and proactively restructure your commitments so that they are aligned with the essential activities that you set out. And when I say essential, I talked about this in the getting focused video, but when I say essential, I mean things that are mission critical, things that are going to move the needle on your mission, like serving the people that you serve or getting that fundraising campaign done or making those really important connections in the community that are going to help you with referrals. Stuff like that is mission essential. Doing a little fundraiser for somebody or going down and speaking to the high school team or you know some of those speaking engagements that we get, those are the non-essential things I'm talking about. This is what we're talking about saying no to. The things that happen to take up a whole bunch of our time that probably don't need to. Point number two is one easy way of saying no. The first step is don't say yes. Just don't say yes. We are so quick to be like, sure, I'll get that to you in like, I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes when something gets put on my plate for me, it's just easier to like tackle it and be done with it rather than like, okay, I'm going to like methodically put this over. Like I might not remember it if I don't do it right then, but it's horrible for your time management because somebody says like, Hey, you know, I need you to speak at this thing. And then you were in the middle of something that was mission critical. Maybe you were working on your accounting. Maybe you were working on a marketing campaign and this email comes in that says, Hey, we would like you to speak at this event. And now you're writing up like, sure, I can speak at that event. What would you like me to do it on? How long is it going to last? And you've already said yes. And now you're like committed to like developing a presentation and all of that. So just pause. One, nobody needs a response today. Figure out a way to tag it so that you don't forget it. Maybe just make it so you didn't read it like unread and don't respond right away. When you are ready to respond, ask some more questions, okay? Say, cool idea. What date is this? How far out is this? What's the timeline? Are you going to need it? What's the time commitment? What are you paying me? There should be a budget if somebody's asking you to come speak. At the very least, ask, is there a budget for speakers? A lot of times they say, yeah, there, we have an honorarium of a few hundred dollars or whatever. Set your honorarium so that you're like, you know what? If I'm going to go speak, my honorarium is going to be $500 and 
that's one of the things that's going to help me decide whether or not I take something on is at least it's bringing in revenue. At least I don't feel resentful that I'm putting a bunch of time to something that somebody doesn't value. Okay. So the first thing is just don't say yes right away. And then ask more questions, get more details. If you know it's a no, like if your first response to an email is, then it's a no. Okay then you are going to actually say no to some of those things. And I'm going to tell you how to do that. So the thing I want you to think about is if it's not a hell yes, if this isn't, you know, the president of a foundation that has a bunch of money or a huge opportunity or something that's super aligned with your mission. And you're just like, of course we would do this. If it's not a hell yes, it really needs to be a hell no. I see nonprofit executive directors and their teams all the time saying, well, it could be good. We might be able to do this. I could see a couple people learning about us. It would be nice. No, it not, it could be good. And this goes with hiring staff too. If you're hiring people and you're like, they might be good. They have a couple good qualities. No, if it's not a hell, yes, it's a hell no. So you really want to be thinking about that. If you're even taking a little bit of time thinking about if you're thinking that this is going to be worth it, it's not going to be worth it. And don't think that you're going to miss your destiny. We don't miss destiny. Okay. We don't miss fate. The opportunities that are out there for us, we need to be open and available for the ones that are meaningful. And if we are head in the sand, trying to do all this stuff that wasn't mission critical and is pulling us in all these different directions, we aren't open. We aren't open and ready to receive the opportunities that are really going to help us and that are meant for us. Look underneath that again. I mean, I know this is getting a little personal development TE, but look underneath it again. And are you saying yes out of fear? If you're saying yes, because you're afraid another opportunity won't come up or you're afraid they won't ask you again, or you're afraid you're going to miss out, or you're afraid this is your big opportunity. Do not work out of fear, work out of opportunity, work out of intention. If you set your intention and you go after it for those reasons, then you will be rewarded with the opportunities that are right for you. And believe me, you were built with this beautiful intuition, this beautiful guidance system. So if your intuition is saying, I don't know if this is right, listen, listen to yourself, give yourself that. And you can say just that some of saying no might not be saying no, sorry. I mean, it's not rude. You don't need to be rude. You can say like, Ooh, I don't really know if this aligns right now with what we're focused on. We are laser focused right now, bullet them out on these things, because this is what we're trying to accomplish. If anything that you're offering lines up with these things, I'd love to have a conversation. Otherwise I've got to stay focused. Please reach out next year and we'll see what we can plug you into. This also makes you more valuable because they're like, wow, she's not just super easy to get, right? She's somebody that we need to pay for. She's somebody that we need to ask six months out, give them a reason, say, you know, this is why this isn't jiving for me right now, but let's keep the conversation going. Also understand that if you don't have the bandwidth, if you're telling somebody like, I can't because I don't have the bandwidth or I don't have the capacity right now to be doing all these things, but you think it would be like a cool activity, but just not mission essential, probably something that you don't need to be doing then think about who could do it. So you can respond and say, wow, this seems like an awesome opportunity. Thank you so much for thinking of us. I am going to look into who on our team can help out with this initiative and I will get back to you. Then email it off to the board forward. 
to the board and say, I think that this opportunity is really good. I don't have the capacity to do it right now. Is there somebody on the board? Is there somebody that you all can think of that can take on this opportunity and do it well? Forward it on to volunteers. But if you do it to the board, it's this beautiful way of one, giving them opportunities to be more involved, possibly be more forward facing in your organization, giving them some ownership, some buy-in. You're also demonstrating for them that you don't have the capacity to do everything. They're seeing like, oh, she needs help. And whether that means hiring somebody down the road or them stepping up, you are demonstrating that you have a need. Right, because if we just say yes to everything and then complain about it and wish our board would see how much we're doing and wish people would realize how hard it is and realize that you can't do everything. Well, if you can't do everything, then stop doing everything, okay? And show people like, this is one of those opportunities I'm saying like I can't do, but I do think it's a great one and I would love if somebody on the board could help. So then the board either steps up or they don't. And then that's the conversation. Thank you so much for stepping up. We probably need to think about hiring staff for some of these opportunities because they come in a lot. And, you know, I know that this isn't a working board or the board doesn't respond, right? They just like, well, we, we're not going to do that for her. Or like, we don't even know enough about the organization to go speak for her or whatever. Then talk about that. Like, hey, I needed help. And I know that it may be not be appropriate for you guys to step in. So what are we doing? Like, can we develop a volunteer committee? Can we figure out some staffing? Like, how should I handle that in the future? But lean on your board. Also make sure that you are, and this like goes without saying probably, but make sure you are just like deleting things that do not warrant your response. You do not need to respond to everything. I get so many emails that are like, hey, I'm from this IT company and they're spam. They're spam, but they're like, somebody that found me on LinkedIn. So it's not just like a random blast that's like completely spam. It feels a little bit like, hey, my name's Josh. I do this. I was wondering if we could collaborate. And then maybe Josh emails me again and again. I report those as spam or I delete them, like delete. I used to be like, hey, Josh, we don't have any IT needs right now. But no, this is like somebody coming to your door while you're in the middle of things. And I, I'm not emailing Josh. Like that is not what I set up to do my day for. I have so many people that I would love to intentionally email, like my volunteers or the people in my program just to say, hey, what's up? How are you? And I don't do that because I don't have time. So I am not going to email Josh about my IT issues that I don't have. Okay. So delete, 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 delete. Get good at deleting. Pause. The biggest thing is pause. Does this warrant your attention? Does this warrant a second of your time? Okay. If it does, don't just say yes. What's involved? What's the time commitment? Does it have to be you? Can you push it off to somebody else? Can you maybe do it later? You know, maybe they're asking you to like come speak at something next month. All the time I say like, you know what? I'd love to do this, but I can't do it. I need like six months out. Like, do you have something next year, first quarter? And usually they do plug me in. So ask them if they're gonna pay you. Get paid, start promoting your value, okay? And then just, Say no to things that are not mission essential. And you do that by simply saying, this isn't aligned right now. Thank you so much for reaching out. You know, this isn't aligned right now. If you have to actually say no, and you really feel like you need to justify it, which, you know, spoiler alert, you don't. But if you feel like you need to justify it because that makes you feel better, tell them why you are focused on your mission. Once again, tell them about your amazing cause. 
Tell them about why it's so important that you need to show up every day for the population that you serve. Tell them that this year is gonna be a big year for your organization and you have these big plans and this is how you're gonna accomplish it and you just didn't pack in time for external opportunities. And then invite them, say, if there's any way that you see that you know your agenda could align with ours and we could do something that is mutually beneficial that helps me check off some of the things on my essential goals, then I would love to talk further. It's a negotiation, right? How many people do you reach out to? How many people do you reach out to to say like, this is an important program, please enroll in it. Or this is an important program, please donate in it. Do you expect everybody to like, oh shoot, drop, yes, okay, I'll donate today. Yes, okay, I'll enroll. No, like most people don't, right? Okay, so be one of those people. Be one of those people that don't respond unless it's aligned. And if they respond, they don't say yes right away. They make a relationship. They understand what's entailed. They make a good judgment and decision about what they put on their plate. And by doing that, they are protecting themselves, they're protecting the people they serve, and they're leading by example for their organization. It is so important that you know how to say no, and you know how to say no well, and that people on your team know how to say no, and that you are teaching them how to set up healthy boundaries so that you are protecting your mission and the people that you set out to serve, okay? Huge, huge strength if you can say no and say no with tact and intention and then tell people more about your cause and why you can't take on everything because it's so important that you stay laser focused. Okay, I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you can say no more. I hope you feel better about it. I hope you feel like it's not something that's rude, but it's something that you can do. And just practice, just practice like one a week and celebrate your wins, right? Last week we talked about celebrating successes. Go back and watch that video, but celebrate. If you say no to like three opportunities, celebrate it. If you say no to one, celebrate it, especially if this is hard for you. Something that you could also do is create a no list. Like open a spreadsheet in Google Sheets and share it with your team and say, these are the things we say no to because I don't believe we say no to enough things. I think we say yes to everything and we're all burnt out. So I wanna see what people are saying no to. Create the no list and start celebrating and incentivizing actually saying no to things. And because you say no to those, that means that you can focus on the things that are so mission essential. I hope this was helpful. Please leave a comment that says one thing that you know you're going to say no to. Maybe you're gonna restructure and take out some of those staff meetings, maybe opportunities that come at you that are not helpful for you or don't serve you enough or don't have a high enough ROI you're going to say no to. Please let me know just something that you've said no to recently in the comments so that I can cheer you on and you can be an example for others that are trying to do this as well. All right, guys, thank you so much for your contribution and your service to this world. I will see you next time.